everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 7, or overall Episode 25. Yeah, I'm Jane, the, uh, the very out-of-it, and gay, and smart one, all those things, in one box, yes. <laughs> and I'm Art, the slightly less out-of-it, and gay, and cute one. Hmm? Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So, as you said in the last episode, this is the second episode and therefore the conclusion of this little mini artificial intelligence arc. Um, this is the one where we get into the uh, politics and ethics and shitting on companies um, of stuff. Um, whereas last episode was more of an introduction, you should definitely go listen to the last episode before you watch this one, since they kind of are supposed to build off of each other. Um, but uh, before you go, although you'll hear it if you go and listen to the, the last episode too, um, I am required to plug our social medias. So you can find us at our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast. We do a live show there every Friday at 8 p.m. ET, um, and we would love to see you guys. Uh, also, you can find us at our website, which is Jade. Techthoughts.gay. Gay, like like we are. Um Yes, and like I said, we've touched on what exactly AI is last episode, that being a bunch of machine learning models slapped into a box. Um, uh, so you could be wondering, do we need to worry about ethics in AI? After all, like we said in the last episode, Skynet and Ultron and HAL 9000 aren't real. However, even though they aren't, that's not, that isn't to say that AI can't be applied to some awful things. Yeah, no, like, like, one of the main problems with AI is that you can apply it to anything, you know, including weapons. I don't mean like a gun that goes, ah, when you shoot it. No, no. I mean more like, all right, so there's this, there's this um, Harvard Law Lecturer, also their Associate Director of Armed Conflict and Civilian Protection, named Bonnie Dougherty. Uh, she's pointed out that the need for a treaty on fully autonomous weapons uh, is pretty freaking large. Um, as it stands, there's been like eight in-depth meetings since 2014 um, by members of the Convention on Conventional Weapons, the CCW, uh, regarding mm -hmm. lethal autonomous weapons. That being said, it's only been in, like abstract talk and like they're not working towards treaty negotiations. And she really kind of just states that, you know, without focusing on having treaty negotiations, uh, quote, the development of technology will outpace international diplomacy. Is she concerned about like another arms race? Absolutely. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. And, like, she's not wrong. Politics are really slow. Odds are we're going to have our war before we can have this treaty. Anyway, it's so bad that in 2015, there was an open letter from AI and robotics researchers, um, which was written against autonomous weapons due to, in part, the risks of starting a new arms race, as well as concerns that these technologies could eventually trickle down to, like, the black market and terrorists. <laughs> If something exists, there is the possibility that bad people are going to get their hands on it, you know? Yeah. It's bad. Um, and, like, this is this letter was kind of a big deal. It was signed by professors from various universities, Elon freaking Musk, and Stephen Hawking. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. I miss Stephen Hawking. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, like, Google, a company that we love to bring up to roast for their mo uh, for failing to live up to their old motto of don't be evil, uh, was involved in a Department of Defense program known as Project Maven. Art, don't, don't freak out from the Maven part. Um, <laughs> in, which, in which Google helped the U.S. government analyze drone footage uh, back in 2018-2019. Uh -huh. This wasn't actually known by many of the employees working on it. 
Uh, as it turns out, when Google employees did find out that their company was offering resources to the military, including their drone operations, uh, they were outraged and raised ethical questions. Who, do, who like who would want to be responsible for someone dying because they messed up a little like like variable in their code? I wouldn't. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I think especially it's just like. I don't know, like, why the hell is a company like Google involved with the military? Like, that just doesn't seem, that just doesn't seem like a thing that should even be a thing. Money, military contracts. Well, are yeah, so of lucrative. course, no, of course, that's why. Like, obviously, 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 that's that's why a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the why is blank happening questions on this podcast eventually, and especially involving large companies, really just boil down to money. But it's like. Google already has so much money. Do they need this money? Like, like, does, like Google, Google is not some small startup that's going to go under without, like, U- U.S. military money. Like, they can afford to say no to this. Yes, but they don't want to. <sighs> um, and I, I agree with you. Don't worry. Hell, Google... <sighs> Mind you, they did kind of cancel their contract with the DoD in 2018. Like, they, they would not uh, renew the Maven contract. Um, mm-hmm. but they're still working with the DoD because, again, you know, money. Yeah. And Google just kind of continues to suck. Like, uh, December 2020, last month for us now, um, the co-lead of Google's ethical AI team, uh, Timnit Gebru, who is, by the way, a leading authority on AI, um, mm-hmm. was forced out, as in fired. Yikes. Why? Well, uh, according to Technology Review, uh, this was due to her highlighting the risks of Google's large language models. Um Gabriel's also spoken out before against racial recognition being used by law enforcement, as it both contributes to privacy erosion and is less accurate with people of color. Um, Like, this is not something unexpected from her. In this particular case, she kind of co-authored a paper, which was not not ready for release for one, um, known as uh, On the Dangers of, I can't say that, Stochastic Parrots? Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. On the danger of stochastic, stochastic, on the dangers of stochastic parrots. Uh, can language models be too big? And apparently the answer is yes. Um, her and her co-authors referred to a 2019 paper regarding carbon emissions and the financial costs of these large language models. And Google as a company and many um, companies that let you research papers on your own time, mm-hmm. like kind of require them to review it and make sure things accurate before you can publish. It's just kind of like a deal in contracts. Um, so what happened was apparently since energy consumption and like the carbon footprint of large machine learning models um, and, and specifically large language models um, has exploded since 2017 because you need more processing power to work through more and more data. Um, mm-hmm. The carbon footprint comparison is like the equivalent of six US cars, like sedans, averaging the entire lifetime of a human being. Um, what? what it costs this it costs the same in carbon footprint for six gasoline powered sedans ran by human beings over their whole lifetime or one large language model jesus christ yeah so like other concerns include that if an ai model is just fed a ton of data from the internet it might pick up racist sexist and otherwise abusive data and integrate it into the training data um where it will then seem a little racist and discriminatory itself just because it's how it was taught. Aren't there, like, so weren't there, like, because I, I wouldn't know what the proper terminology for, like, what these projects were called, but isn't there, like, literal proof of that in the fact that, like, 
I can't remember which company made these like those like little bots, but there was this company that made this like bot and just let it like learn from Twitter and it became like racist in like less than 24 hours. You know what I'm talking about, right? It sounds familiar. Um, if we find it, we'll link it in our not description. But no, I um, I think I think you're right. No, no, because it makes sense. Like the internet is filled with lots of examples of hate speech, and like if you're if you're teaching a newborn equivalent how to say things by including that hate speech, they're gonna they're gonna pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm using the person analogies because I think it makes more sense. Um, or rather, it makes a lot of sense. The thing about artificial intelligence, and this is one of the things that I feel like the movies always get wrong, is that, like, the movies, a lot of movies, um, weirdly enough, this is actually the thing that I praised Ultron for, um, because a lot of movies portray, like, artificial intelligence as, like, this cold, unfeeling thing that knows better than, like, humanity, um, and it's, like, it doesn't, though, like, it's, it's learning, um, and that's the problem, because it's, it's, it's learning, and, unlike really unlike human beings it doesn't have like an innate way of being able to tell right from wrong like 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 you have to teach it that and like with 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 in the case of language models as we were just talking about like it doesn't there's it's harder to teach wrong when all you're trying to do is like understand speech um Mm -hmm. the problem is you need to understand those words too if you're trying to understand speech even if they're Mm -hmm. terrible um but yeah in fact, there's a there's a lovely little uh, in- indie movie that I watched by I think it was Corridor Digital um, about the emergence of AI after like learning everything on the internet, quote unquote. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's its take is very different than you'd expect. Um, uh, it actually takes it in more of a positive light, more that like if a, if an if an AI gathered all of the information on the planet, it wouldn't try to destroy humanity because one that doesn't really do anything for it, and two why it's a waste Waste yeah that's fair yeah um we're getting back to the topic um even though we've only like mentioned two little points like carbon emissions and like discrimination i feel like that second one is not a little i feel like neither of those is a little point though to be fair like those are both severe concerns but go on oh no yeah like like, even though they're little points they're they're they they add up to a big deal um again the article Mm -hmm. is linked as always if you're interested um so yeah, the the reasons of um, Gibru's departure are murky. Um, whether it's because of all of the things we just mentioned and Google pushing back against those parts of your paper that just didn't portray the company in its best light, since Google makes so much money now from like machine learning AI and well, still search, but like this is machine learning AI, um, mm-hmm. or whether um, it's Google's angle about the list of demands, quote, list of demands uh, she put out regarding how they work with AI that was needed before she would return to work. Um, For the record, those demands boiled down uh, to uh, finding out who called for retraction of her paper, um, having a set of meetings with Google's ethical AI team about the issues, um, and just finding out what Google considers as acceptable research since the pushback happened and she's not sure why. So completely reasonable demands. I would say so. Yes, it's just it's just. I feel like Google got mad because she asked why. Um, yeah, that sounds about right for a big company. Or it's like it's like it got mad because she tried to ask why, or alternatively, got mad because she dared to like question the idea that maybe something that they're doing is like not actually the best thing ever. Yeah. 
also some of the some of the things in the articles included um that she ignored recent studies on how to make those things more efficient and use less power but actually the paper does go over that and just says that those methods aren't enough <laughs> mm-hmm. so i i don't i don't see the problem i'm with you like they're just it's just google being horrible hell google's only gotten worse <laughs> um, uh, of course they have yeah how uh, this time um it's like a month later uh, about a week ago today so january 20th 2021 um mm-hmm. Margaret Mitchell, Google's head of ethical AI, because she was co-head and now she is the only one with the position, um, mm-hmm. is currently under investigation by the company. Um, Why? Uh, apparently it's because, okay, to be fair, Google's reason was that it was, uh, quote, our security systems automatically lock an employee's corporate account when they detect that the account is at risk of compromise due to credential problems or when an automated rule involving the handling of sensitive data has been triggered. In this instance, yesterday, our systems detected that an account had exfiltrated thousands of files and shared them with multiple external accounts. Mitchell was searching through her files for examples of discrimination against Gibru uh, to assist with her dispute. Mm-hmm. But she did use an automated script to do it. So, like, it's within company guidelines, but man, it's suspicious. Yeah, like, 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 it's understandable how that could have tripped their, like, security systems, but it's still not a good look. Yeah, and with those additional details, it just looks like Google's being like, don't help your friends, listen to us. Basically, yeah. Or they don't, they don't want, like, evidence of how they're clearly in the wrong here getting out. Yeah, it, the, the more I learn about Google, the more I'm upset I ever defended them, but I'll never do it again, so... Uh, uh. But you know what? Let's step away from Google, you know? There's other problems with AI. One that you probably have already noticed. Deepfakes. Like, deepfakes are cool. Deepfakes scare the shit out of me. Really? Yes. What? Deep, like, 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 I don't, I don't, I, 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 and I'm going to let you continue on how they're cool, but like, I have never seen deepfakes as anything other than like the terrifying thing that they can be because of the terrifying things that they can be used for. Um, and I know we're going to talk about some of those terrifying things that they can be used for, but like, I don't, I've, I've never seen it for an, ang- for an angle other than that angle. Um, I think to be fair, obviously, also just, just as a disclaimer, I guess, like as a person who struggles with like unreality and psychosis, like deep fakes are specifically concerning to me for like reasons that they might not be concerning to the average person. Um, or at least they're more concerning to me than they might be to the average person. Um, but yeah, it's still just like I they scare me. They they genuinely do. I mean, they, they uh I don't I don't blame you that they scare you. Hell they kinda of put me off when they're really when they're done real bad. Like you, you hit uncanny valley and I'm very uncomfortable. Oh, of course. Uh though it can get worse. <laughs> um Deep fakes can be cool. Disclaimer for Mandalorian spoilers, but I know nothing about Star Wars in general, so go ahead. They've been used to bring back Luke freaking Skywalker to the Mandalorian, as in like young Luke Skywalker, so mm-hmm. it's, it's time appropriate. Um, and like, you know, they're all over YouTube putting different actors' faces into movies, and honestly, I love seeing Nick Cage in like John Wick. Um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, they, all, they also do have the potential for harm. Um, there are concerns that defects could be used to create like more sophisticated fake news stories and like cast yeah. doubt on real ones. I think. 
surprisingly um a piece of a piece of fiction that I've, I've watched recently so star trek discovery sorry for those who like star trek or hate star trek or hate star trek discovery let's talk about it um <laughs> there's there's an episode um where spock you mm-hmm. know uh um gets framed for murder using what is ostensibly not deep fakes but like holograph technology to like make it look like him killing people yeah 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 yeah. and i feel like that's kind of where it could head like if you just think that you can point out a deep fake is fake and like get on with it just look how set in stone people are when they when they when they're given facts look at the news like it's it's a mess like no 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 yeah like definitely look at the news like my my whole thing with deep fakes deep fakes and why they genuinely terrify me is because like I don't think it's a it's I don't think it's at all controversial. Well, it is controversial. I'm sure people will get mad at me for saying this, but like I I, I it shouldn't be controversial in my opinion to say that like America has a fake news problem. Um and like and I don't mean that just on like the right the like right-wing side of the spectrum. I think news in this country period can be is very distorted on like both like on both sides. Um obviously to obviously just to clarify there I don't think the alt left exists. I'm not worried about the secret cabal known as Antifa. Like whatever. Like like like, like it's anti-fascism. You should be anti-fascist. That's like that's that's like that's like that like shouldn't even be up for debate. Like you know what side of World War II America was on, right? About to say like if you uh, if you don't like Antifa, I guess you rooted for the other team during World War II. But go on. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So 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 that's not what I'm trying to say here. It's just I, I what I am trying to say is that like. There are websites like Huffington Post um, and such who do kind of misrepresent the facts and are also on the, like, liberal side of things. Um, Yeah. But my point here being that, like, critical thinking is kind of at an all-time low in this country, and as a person who basically paid for a degree in critical thinking, it's it's really, really disheartening to see. Um, And so I am very worried about like if deep fake technology gets sophisticated enough where people can do things like fabricate news stories like it's going to be even harder to be able to like tell people that things are wrong because it's going to be even easier to be like well look this person is saying that and it's like well no that's not actually that person saying it but like how do you prove something like that yeah. you know there are actually some tools in development um to detect deep fakes honestly but again Interesting. yeah like like they're in because you can't make a perfect fake of anything uh um, mm-hmm. Especially video. I don't think so. Maybe deepfakes are, are getting there. Um, again, you're right, though. If, if you can make realistic-looking fake news stories, we're screwed. Um, there's also an yeah. issue that this is the one that affects you. Um, that deepfakes can undermine your sense of reality. Um, since they go further than just being a fabricated story. They have an audiovisual element. Yes, exactly. Like that, that's, that's definitely a big part of it for me. Where It's like it's, like, it's not just words um it's like the terrifying thing of being like yeah it's not just hearsay (laughs) yeah basically like it's not it's not just you read the story and it seems convincing and then you check it and you can find that it's not true it's something that you're watching and that that can really mess with you on like another level i think Mm -hmm. yeah no i especially because audio deep fakes are also becoming a thing slowly much more slowly Mm -hmm. um i don't know it just it just it gets real concerning that being said, as it seems that indie people can do deep fakes better than Hollywood, I guess we are either just about there or so far away. But yeah, like, what do you do with all of this? You know, it's, it's all kind of kind of horrifying. Um, 
regarding the fakes look real close. Like, like personally, I think the illusion falls apart at the eyes and at the edges. Like, the eyes never look right in a deep fake for me. They look so lifeless. Interesting. That is a good thing to keep, keep in mind, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for everything else, just stay in the loop. Know if a company you're working for is doing something with AI, and if it's being used for possibly nefarious or military purposes. Raise a fuss. Make a scene. Make sure this technology is used ethically, and maybe just don't support companies that don't give a shit. Like Google. Fuck Google. I cannot believe that Google genuinely... Like, I cannot believe that Google's motto was genuinely don't be evil at some point. Like, I really feel like that's... 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 that Like, like, like I know this This gets used as a meme, but, like, the whole, like, you either you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. <laughs> like, that's that's all I can think of. I'm just like, damn. No, you're right. Google, Google took that literally. <laughs> So that's all the time we have for you guys today. Like we said, this is the conclusion of this little mini arc. We really just wanted to cover AI, AI because I think for the update we were it was basically we were looking into 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 what Google was doing, and then it just spiraled into all of this, and there was no way we were going to be able to cover it in one episode. Um, yeah, we hope this was interesting. Um, we hope it was educational. Deep fakes scare the hell out of me, but the idea that you could detect or at least warning signs in order to what to look for in order to be able to tell that it's fake like like that that's actually very helpful um so yeah it's just these are these are things worth keeping an eye on and things worth being concerned about um and i know it's again one of those things that feels like i feel like like a lot of people think this kind of goes over their heads like oh i don't know what these words mean like i i don't know i don't know what i can do about this but it's like it's worth educating yourself about because because the implications of this are scary um and sadly because of the way that late stage capitalism works like literally the only thing that's going to motivate these companies to not do evil things is if they understand that doing evil things will hurt their bottom line um so that's all i have to say on that um as always you can find us on our social medias if you want to hear us talk more about this stuff or just talk about our lives because we do that sometimes we actually do have lives that don't involve shitting on companies all the time i i don't know if that's true actually i think we still do okay you know what that's that's a little bit fair but um uh if you want to see any of that you can catch us on our live show, which is at our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast at 8 p.m. ET every Friday. Um, or if you're interested in reading more about the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, we link all of the articles that we talk about in our not description on our website, which is Jade? TechThoughts.gay. Uh, yeah. So um, we don't actually know what's coming next in terms of episodes after this. Um, we're still playing with like the minisodes idea to see if there's anything that we can do with that that might be valuable um but we will have an episode up next week so it'll be a little surprise tune in to see what it is for now bye, bye.